the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, episode 36, The Power of Information. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Extron, industry-leading technology backed by world-class support. This is the AV Profession, the look at the business of the AV industry. My name is Tim Albury. I am your host. Today, we're going to talk about the information, financial information of your business and how you can take that and disseminate it to your employees so they can make better decisions, more well-informed decisions. With me to talk about that is Mr. Brad Malone, the Navigate Management Consultant. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Good to see you. One of the things that, that we've talked about, um, you and I have talked about over the years, I don't think we've ever done an episode on this, though, um, is the financial information that a company has. And honestly, the, the power that it can bring, not just obviously to the, the chief financial officer and then the CEO, but to the folks you know on, on the ground and in the trenches really kind of making the decisions on a day-in, day-out day basis. Right. Um, how do you disseminate that and how do you, you know, put into process the uh, getting the information to the right people and, and honestly getting the right information? I think it's a, it starts with education. And I find that a lot of uh, AV companies are, are immature in, sometimes in the executive suite, but definitely as they move through the ranks and understanding just what numbers are, because oftentimes uh, revenue is viewed as king. Well, I need revenue, but it's not what drives the company's ability to survive. That's net profit. Um, and rarely do we talk about net profit, we talk about gross profit. But what is gross profit and what makes it up? So, uh, and then did we actually achieve it? So I think that there needs to be a, a you know, a financial 101 course in every organization that says these are the, the, the driving metrics from a financial perspective. You know, revenue is good. Revenue by client is good. Um, this is gross profit. This is what gross profit means. This is why we want gross profit. This is overhead. This is what overhead means. We want to reduce our overhead. This is what, again, net profit does, which net profit, again, keeps us alive. And that, that's where, you know, profit sharing or, or bonuses or things come out of or, you know, the, after it's all done, that, that keeps us net profit. I think that a lot of organizations sometimes don't share that because it's like, well, I'm opening my kimono too much and then people will know. Well, it's like financial, I don't want to know their salaries, mm -hmm. but we need to know the health of the company. And then each person needs to know how, how they can impact the health of the company. Again, if I'm a, a tech and I'm out in the field and I've got five screens that I haven't put up, but I'm keeping them out in the field for another two months because, you know, we, we just haven't had time to bring it back to the warehouse. And now I can't RMA them back in and now we've got to hold them in inventory. I just lost the company money. Mm -hmm. So it's it's understanding that. It's also understanding cash flow. I'm with several companies now where they've got hundreds of thousands of dollars that are uninvoiced. Hmm. And it's like, well, who's you know, whose responsibility is it to invoice? Well, it's it's sales and the PM, but they're like, Well, the PMs are I we never got told, we never got shared. And so now you know, some of these companies have cash flow problems and, and that's seen as a sin. Well, that's just reality. I mean, yeah. summer comes every year and you buy a bunch of equipment. We might need to use our line of credit to do that. But also, we need money coming in. So showing people that this is the reason for it, you know, or 
let's say I don't have good cash flow for, for a month or two and we've got to delay a payment to a vendor. Now people go, well, what if we're on credit hold? And now that vendor's saying, these guys are going out of business. No, we've got a month of cash flow challenges. Now, where did that start? Well, we weren't invoicing correctly. So we were delaying invoicing or we were doing zero, uh, excuse me, zero up front, 100% at the end. Well, now the company's carrying that four, five months of money. What does all that mean? So I think it's, it's inherent in a mature company to train their people on just the the simplest financial pieces so that they understand that they're part of the business and how their actions can impact the health of the business. And there's a financial health to a business. And again, it, it's kind of like if we don't go to a doctor or we never take measurements, someday we go, oh, we're not healthy. Yeah. Well, how do we then create that, that understanding to have a healthy financial company? And sharing it, which is very different than, again, sharing salaries or perks or benefits or things like that. Well, let's talk about the, the sharing of it, and the, the, I want to step through the sharing, but also, you know, empowering your employees to make some of those decisions that, to help the, the financial health of the company. Number one, how do you decide, and and in what frequency do you do you disseminate? I mean, do you do you say, you know, part make it part of a monthly meeting or part of a monthly email to everybody saying, okay, you know what, we're up this much this month, we're down this much this month, you know, we're having. Here are some of the, the positives and some of the negatives of where we are financially. How do you how do you disseminate that information? Well, dashboards. I mean, it's okay. it's a little bit of eat your own dog food. Uh, TV companies provide a whole lot of cool cool stuff to their customers, who then make you know dashboards out of them. And yet, I find very few companies have internal dashboards that just have a screen of this is our revenue per year over last year uh, or versus goal. Here's our gross profit last year. Uh, over this year versus goal. Um, here's our net. And again, sometimes net can be sensitive to people, so I may not uh, show that. But here's um, our line of credit. And it, and it's, you know, I, I may not get that down to the tech level, especially if I've never trained them on what that means. But project variance, this is what we estimated. This is what we used. This was the impact. And then have those meetings with people say, how did we use those? Why did we use those hours? So sharing them visually, and I don't have to have uh, meetings on them. Uh, monthly, quarterly would be definitely uh, the minimum. Um, but I'm, I should be able to see that every day. And a lot of people have accounting systems that are updated daily. Uh, some are updated monthly. Some are never updated. I'm no, with a, a company where they haven't closed their books in four years. Mm. And it's like, well, how are you doing? Well, we got money in the bank. Well, that's a measure, but uh, to me, it's not the best measure. So it's, uh, and I think it's uh, demythalizing it, or you can come up with a better word for that. But yeah. there's a lot of myths and drama about finance. And I think if we simplify it and educate, again, people on you know five to six metrics, chargeability versus utilization of the techs. How does that impact the organization? Again, invoicing early, how does that impact the organization? And then just teaching people what that means. Again, returning equipment early. Um, what's a Home Depot run cost? You know, it's 500, to me, it's $500 to go get a part before I've even bought the part. Well, did I need to do that or should we have staged better? So it's, it's understanding the impact of actions against the finances at a number of levels. 
let's talk about for a second the the process to put into place to empower your employees then uh you you made the the scenario uh earlier a tech in the field that, that's keeping a uh, hold of, of three displays right. right right um how do we get across to folks that you know what you have the power and, and and a little bit you have the responsibility to make sure that the health of the company financially uh, help that right and so right. you need to be able to make decisions you know what we're not using these yeah, it's day two of the job of a month long job, but we're not going to use these. We already know that, so let's send them back. Or, right. You know, they're damaged. Let's get them back immediately. How do we? How do we empower people? Uh, show them the connection between their actions and a result. So mm-hmm. a lot of people, you know, hear the word profit sharing, and I'm going to use that different than 401k. Okay. Um, but well, I expect a bonus or I expect profit sharing at the end of the year. Yeah, but did you help create that profit or not? So. Entitlement, when people are, to me, uneducated and they get something, it becomes an entitlement. For, and I don't want it to become an entitlement. I want them to earn that profit sharing. So they need to understand what are three or four things that they can do to earn that. So one is you know, planning early. If I know I'm going to need more, more effort on a job, tell me early, as opposed to 4 o'clock in the afternoon where we have to work two hours of overtime. Um, so you know, I'll say Home Depot runs overtime, unnecessary overtime, but a lot of people will get use overtime to give themselves a little bit of a pay raise. Why? Because they haven't had one in a long time, or they think they don't get a pay raise. Um, understanding burden rate. I may make $25 an hour as a tech. Uh, we're charging out at $90 an hour. That means the company's making $65 an hour on me. Well, that's not fair. Well, really understanding, well, no, there's there's direct burden, there's indirect burden, there's overhead, there's what goes into, again, profit sharing. And what I found is people who understand that tend to go, oh, well, that makes sense. And oh, gross profit and then net profit. You mean if we reduce overhead, we actually have more profit? Yeah. Well, then I can, I can save you know, time. I can sit, I can bundle things when I work better. I can stage things better in the warehouse. So when they start to see how their actions reduce costs and anytime I reduce costs, that's just a, a direct increase in profit. That's something that we want to start measuring. And again, showing in dashboards, what's our returns, how much uh, inventory do we have or not have, how many Home Depot runs. So, and again, making the metrics, making them displayable, when you make items displayed, I, I create a scoreboard, and now now I'm going to be I'm going to play the game. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well that'll be a good place to stop it, Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate. How do people get a hold of you or Navigate, sir? Uh, best place is website www.navigatemc.com or Brad Malone Brad Malone at navigatemc.com. So thanks, Tim. Thank you, Brad, for uh, us, for Aviation. Go by the website, if you would, please, avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others. While you're there, please check out our supporters section. These are the folks who help us financially, help us bring you the AV profession, Resi Week, AV Week, and so much more. All that and more at avianation.tv. That's avianation.tv. 